0: Thank you all for joining online and here in, in the audience. Um, yeah, we're here at uh, Citizen M in uh, in London, amazing spot here. Uh, beautiful day. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk uh, with uh, Dominic Sheener, uh, Dom, May if I may uh, call you that way. Uh, um, we're gonna have about like 30 minute conversation uh, together with you to, to talk about uh, uh, IOTA and also a little bit about your personal uh, yeah, progression that you've made, um, and, but maybe you can, you can give a very quick introduction about yourself, uh, how you would pitch yourself if you're at a party and you would meet my mom.
1: <laughs> oh wow, that's a really hard question. <laughs> so basically, I'm Dominic Schinner. I'm one of the four co-founders of the I- of IOTA and the IOTA Foundation. And the way that I would pitch myself is is as an entrepreneur mainly, but also as someone who is trying to innovate and push forward with by basically pushing forward into the future with new technologies. So sort of an entrepreneur, sort of a technologist, and. Did I convince your mom? Yes.
0: No, so my mom was like, okay, so what does that mean? What do you do?
1: I basically develop technologies and uh, build organizations that help to push forward in in actually realizing some bigger visions. Like for example, realizing this vision of the Internet of Things, realizing this vision of the machine economy. And so I am mainly a person that runs the organization behind Mm. this to actually develop it.
0: Okay, okay. I, I, so my mom would now say, kind of like, oh yeah, I, I understand IoT. I've heard about that uh, from my son. And uh, so, is this a company or wh- what, what, what does that mean? Right, so,
1: so the main unique thing about us is. The, the, the unique thing about us is that we are not a company, right? We are a non profit foundation. And as a non-profit foundation, we are focused on ecosystems. We're focused on how can we, with our open source technology, build new ecosystems. That means bringing these different players together, like big companies, startups, universities, developers, everyone in one ecosystem to push forward and develop a common standard. And our focus is always on IOTA as a payment protocol for machine-to-machine payments.
0: Cool. uh, so now i think my mom uh, understands and she's going to the bar and uh, now i show up again but um so let's let's talk more about iota uh can, can you give a, a short overview of when you when you started with it and and what was for you the broke the breakthrough moment where you're like hey we're on something
1: yeah, for sure, so, so IOTA started in 2015 and it has four co-founders, me, David Sunsever, Sergey Van and Sergey Popov. And so we've been working together since 2013 in the old NXT days, which is another cryptocurrency. And in 2015, we realized that the Internet of Things is not just about machine-to-machine communication, right? It's not just about machines talking to each other and exchanging data. It's also about machines actually sharing resources, meaning selling and buying data, selling and buying computational resource, and so on and so forth. And to enable that, you actually need to have a payment protocol, right? So that machines can actually pay each other seamlessly and actually do it in a network, do the settlement in the network, not through a financial institution. And so in 2015, we came together and, and. Because we've been in this blockchain space for so long, we realized that most of the current blockchain architectures are not really fit for this IoT environment, right? Which is why we then further invented the blockchain, initial blockchain idea from Bitcoin and came up with this new DAG structure, the Tangle. And the breakthrough moment, so ov- obviously, in 2015, we did our ICO. We r- only raised half a million dollars, which is nothing compared to uh, the th- others. That
0: was a uh, wrong timing for an ICO, I would say. Yeah,
1: exactly. But we, we are like, you know us. We are very pragmatic people. We never hyped our ICO. We didn't have any affiliate marketing set up like all of the other ICOs because we really advertise that this is a res- risk endeavor, right? This is a new technology. We don't know if bags are going to work, right? And so we didn't want people to lose their money and invest in something that, that, that will be a failure. So we just, we didn't hype it, we kept it small and then focused on really building. And, and to get to your question, where we saw a breakthrough moment, it's definitely when more and more companies actually started reaching out to us, right? Because in the early days, we, me and David uh, had to just go on LinkedIn and just contact every person that we knew at a, at a bigger company and try to actually get adoption, get them interested. And as soon as companies started coming to us and say like, hey, we heard about you from, from this and that person we are interested in talking with you more. Through that, you actually realize, hey, there's something behind this, right? And then obviously, m- more companies get involved and they actually make announcements.
0: So, so basically, when, when, when there was inbound coming yep. in, like questions, so you didn't have to push your exactly. product, but people came to you, say like, hey, let's talk about this. That was kind of like, hey, we're onto something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like if The interest was there and, and through that, we, were, we got this validation, knowing that this is actually something that is that has a big potential. So if I can
2: briefly interrupt the conversation, I noticed you mentioned that you've been in the blockchain space for a long time, and you wanted to improve on that space, and uh, one of the interesting things I find about IOTA is that it's not necessarily running a blockchain, you guys are using a different term. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about that and explain how IOTA is different than other projects in that space?
1: Right, so so the blockchain uh, concept is also you have this sequence chain where in cycles you have blocks that confirm transactions, right? So you yeah. inherently limit uh, the throughput of the blockchain itself, and what we then not re- we, what we came up with is that instead of having this sequential chain, we want to have a directed acyclic graph. So it's like, instead of having blocks and instead of having a chain, we have transactions that are interlinked. So one transaction references two transactions in the history. And through that, you get the same uh, properties as a blockchain, meaning it's, it's a decentralized peer-to-peer network where you achieve consensus. And the, our consensus is achieved in a different way through this Tangle concept, right? And the big advantage is there really, you don't need any miners anymore. Because you don't need any miners, you don't have these huge electricity costs and you don't have transaction fees, which really ma- enable IOTA to do micropayments in, in a very uh, seamless fashion.
2: So when, when those big companies and corporates, you, you, already, you already have been collaborating with Volkswagen, Fujitsu, Bosch, Deutsche Telekom and uh, many more companies, when they come to you and they ask you to work together, what are some of the things that they mention? in terms of they see them as advantages over other blockchains or over other, well, decentralized solutions out there?
1: So, so many companies always come us and they say, hey, we've trialed other technologies and we've realized that the throughput is simply not ready for us in, in, to, to, have, to be productive in that regard. And so they also come to us, we, we made those learnings with those other technologies and we are now interested in learning something new. And so we help them basically learn about IOTA, what they can achieve with it, and, and how we can actually enable them to build products on top of our platform. So they're really interested in, in learning more about the technology, and they realize that this DAG structure really has potential to solve these these problems that blockchains have. Because blockchains have this inherent scalability problem, right? You're not going to solve it tomorrow. So we we were the first ones that said we need to f- come up with a completely new concept instead of trying to scale blockchains. Let's try to make DAG scale, and that's where where we are right now. And uh, just, just just very quickly, last question about that,
2: and I'm done with the technicals. Uh, you mentioned that one of the biggest advantages is the transaction throughput capability. How yeah. many transactions can IOTA handle per second and then how does that compare to other So right platforms? now,
1: right now we, we achieved on the mainnet ed- between 500 to 600 transactions per second. This is our main network, it's not a test network. What we're doing right now is we're setting up more more deliberate stress tests also on the network. We simply didn't have time to do that so far because we were too busy actually uh, hardening the core client. But we have very concrete concepts right now. First of all, on how we can remove the coordinator, which is, I guess, what people talk about afterwards as well. And second of all, how we can really enable this this mass throughput of the of the network. And this is what 2019 will all be about: really making the protocol production ready.
0: Because how many how many transactions should you be able to process per second for when the vision is coming together?
1: Yeah, look, like that's a very very hard question to answer. Like. Uh, Let's look at the space that we're in right now. You don't need more than 50 or 100 transactions per second because nobody's actually doing much, right? Everyone is still just experimenting. The stage that we're in right now is that every company is just exploring, right? They they are committing resources and they are through proof of concepts, they want to learn what is possible and what is not possible. And right now, the main innovation is really on business model innovation, right? It's not about how, which technology will be the winner. Like, that's why many of the companies are betting on different technologies because they're mainly interested in the use cases right now, figuring out which use cases are actually, actually make sense for themselves and for the industry that they're in. There's this exploration phase that we're in right now, and this will now naturally enable us to also build out the core protocol so that when the use case is already, that the, that the protocol is also ready.
0: But so, you know, if I do a quick calculation, there are 7 billion people on the planet. But right now, there are already over 60 billion connected devices. Yeah. And if you are going to power machine-to-machine payments, then assuming that machines are actually doing way more transactions than humans, then we're going to... A massive amount of. Exactly, but exactly
1: this is where these ideas of economic clustering come into place, where you no longer need to have a, to do the settlement in a global fashion, like have, have global consensus, but actually do it in a local fashion. So have these econo- local economic clusters where the machines in this vicinity actually are able to settle between them, right? And we have enough machines in this vicinity, right, in this cluster to actually have uh, uh, security in this network, You actually make sure that it's secure and has the same properties as the global network. So,
2: so IOTA has, al- has always been very clear that it wants to focus on machine to machine communication and I think that's an, that's an interesting concept uh, and I was wondering basically how can, how, what does it take, do you think that you're going to be, you call yourself, one of part, part of the marketing uh, narrative that you, you're doing is that you call yourself the backbone mm-hmm. of the Internet of Things. Yeah. Do you think that you're going to be, there's a bunch of other con- basic competitors cropping up in the space. Do you think that the Internet of Space is going to be basically running on ve- many different protocols and IOTA is going to be one of them or do you think that it's going to be a zero zero-sum game?
1: Yeah, so that's a very good question. So the way that we envision the future is we, we envision ourselves to be a backbone. So the biggest problem that we have with all of these utility tokens is the completely fragmented ecosystem. Think about the machine economy, do I want to have a token for electricity, a token for data, a token for computation, right? Because I have a token for each of these, machines will evolve into forex platforms, right? A single machine needs to have a wallet for this token, wallet for this token, wallet for that token, right? And through that they also need to be aware of what is the current market situation for each of these tokens, right? What's the value? And through that you you really make it much more complex to participate and and actually enable this machine economy. So what we always say, we want to have one backbone so that there is one token being utilized by the entire economy. Because only through that you can actually achieve this machine economy. So the biggest problem then now, if we have different standards and different coins, right, is that there is no interoperability happening, little interoperability happening. Meaning that we we cannot achieve all of the use cases we want to achieve. So, this is why you, we, we always advocate for permissionless ledger to be the backbone for the Internet of Things, and obviously we, we see IOTA as this permissionless ledger.
0: Yeah. So, uh, if you look at all the, the older technology that you've been building, I think if you look in general uh, at, at the space, crypto and, and blockchain space, you could say 2017 was just crazy year in terms of prices, and everybody was more on the, on the marketing and the PR mm. hype, and 2018 also because of the market, uh, the bearish market uh, forced actually all the companies to actually come up with a better product and uh. and focus on the product more. Is that is uh, do you agree yeah, with this?
1: I think 2017 can be summed up with inflated egos inflating the prices right and and so because of that we completely lost track of the original vision that also Satoshi set out right the original vision let's actually change society let's change the the status quo and in 2017 what, what what we mainly achieved is make a bunch of nerds rich right and and through that we didn't really we weren't productive because it was all just a big hype and all just a big bubble and now with the crash I think the projects who are actually honest and who actually matter are able to to deliver and 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 get through all of the the, the hype and actually focus on on being productive and ch- achieving this original vision that was set forth and i think we we are getting there because many of the projects that that uh, we're, we're just here to scam as well like many of the scammers as well and are, 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 are and speculators are now flushed out of this market
2: so you guys yeah. tend to be working on a lot of different projects within IOTA. Part of, of that, I guess, is the fact that you have a foundation and then you have a bunch of researchers that are pursuing their own interests. And then as a foundation, you also want to give them, want to give everyone working on IOTA some direction. Yeah. So one of those projects, for example, is Cubic, which is going to enable smart contracts, I believe, yeah. on IOTA. What are some what, what, what are some of the projects that you're most excited about from the ones that you're working on right now? And can you say why? And what is it going to enable for IOTA
1: Right, so so I think one of the most exciting projects is definitely the Trinity Wallet. I'm not sure if you guys have downloaded it, but you should definitely download it. It's probably one of the most user-friendly wallets out there right now. And with with that, we we solved some of the biggest pain points that we initially had right, with user adoption. So cryptocurrencies are all about adoption, right? We want to have users actually adopt it. And because we have such an easy-to-use mobile wallet that also works on desktop, I think that in 2019, we'll actually push forward and push or, or, or sort of leading this whole adoption game right I'm very excited about Trinity and I'm also very excited about the projects to solve some of the big uh, projects to solve some of our biggest problems like the Cordy project where in 2019 we, we, we are working deliberately with our research department on, on removing the coordinator so we have three different proposals in can achieving you, that can you just explain what the coordinator does and what the problems with the coordinator are exactly so maybe I should talk about the origin why we actually had a coordinator so so here's an interesting thought challenge If we launched a Bitcoin network today, how would you do that, right? There's ASICs out there. There's different GPU miners. And if you launch Bitcoin today, it will basically be a complete race to the bottom because these different miners are just going to fork the entire network and there will be double spans. There will be attacks because the network itself is not secure. I mean, you need to enable this growth phase initially for a new protocol and a new network to actually be secure. That is exactly why Satoshi initially had checkpoints. So these checkpoints basically uh, ensured that uh, there, cannot be, there cannot be any reorg of the blockchain, of the Bitcoin blockchain up to a certain block, right? He also had an alert system allowing it to shut down the network. And because of that, he was able to grow the system. And exactly something like that is what you would need today in, in, in creating a new Bitcoin network. And I think Satoshi did this for two or three years, right, initially. And now when it comes to Yoda, we had the same really difficult challenge, like how do we launch a new network when, when there's uh, GPU miners out there, when there's different uh, enemies trying to attack you, right? So that is why we then introduce the coordinator. And what the coordinator does is, similarly to what Satoshi did, is it does checkpoints. So it's a transaction that is signed by the coordinator, the server, and that then says, hey, like this subtangle is valid. And so through that transaction, the entire uh, network then goes into this validation phase, basically validating what the coordinator does.
2: So if I can, interrupt you for a second. Basically you're saying that you need a coordinator in order to keep the network stable and secure. Yeah. But the same at the same time it also introduces certain problems. You recently spoke you recently basically released a, a bunch of a series of posts on your blog which in which you explained your plan how you're gonna remove the coordinator and in yep. the first one you described four problems that it presents to a to a yota can you sum up those problems
1: for us uh, so some of the problems are like it, it it's it's it introduces some failure points right because the coordinator helps the network with the validation so because of that the validation can also be interrupted through that and and these are that, that's probably the biggest problem is network interruption in that regard the other problem could be that if but the what, what it should emphasize is that the coordinator does not allow us to double spend, it does not allow us to create new tokens, it does not allow us to reverse transactions or reorg the, the network, right? Because it's all validated by the network, so it's still decentralized in that regard. But the main, the, main, the main reason why we introduced the coordinator is simply for these DOS attacks, because they can cause even more serious network interruptions, because at the end of the day, a network interruption is less bad than, than someone double spending, right? And we, we have this, this philosophy of, we want to actually start, if, even if we start from a centralized point of view, the ultimate goal is to have this, realize this decentralized vision. And we have a completely different approach than all of the other projects. Like Bitcoin launched more decentralized than it is today, right? It's, 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 it's uh, oligopoly, right? There's a few miners who are, who are comp- competing with each other. We started with a centralized uh, uh, coordinator, who is now enabling us to realize the ultimate vision, which is to completely decentralize the network. So I'll I'll be very honest, I've been a critic of IOTA for a while,
2: you know that too and we often disagree with you and I think that has made it it into an interesting dynamic between the two of us but for someone that is also a critic of IOTA, I tend to follow IOTA pretty closely and uh, there was a couple of development meetups and community meetups in Amsterdam and I happened to have attended one of them. And it seems that people are building for IOTA. They're developing proofs of concepts. Mm-hmm. I was at, w- at a meeting where, it, where there was a demonstration of this specific proof of concept that was basically a charger for Tesla. Yeah, exactly. And it was running on IOTA. And it was also using the Trinity Water that you just mentioned, but it was still in a better version. Uh, yeah. And I was surprised how big the turn up is yeah. on these events. And I was hoping if you can also kind of sum up some of the, not sum up, but give us an idea of some of the proof of concepts that you're particularly excited about, and uh,
1: why? So maybe, but I would like to add on, on what you've just said. So IOTA is not just a technology, right? It's really this ecosystem that we've built, and we have one of the largest and most productive ecosystems out there. I think next to Ethereum, we are probably have the largest developer adoption in this entire space. So we have people actually building stuff on top of IOTA all the time, and and we have so many meetups. I think in, in December, we already had more than five meetups all around the globe, and the, these meetups really bring people closer together and actually f- focus on what matters which is build right build new tools build new startups build new products on top of IOTA and because of that I think we are really the ones who are re- leading this space in being productive because at the end of the day we want new applications we want new startups to come out of this and and I think we are really leading that which is why I, what I'm very proud of
0: what is, what is the, the project that you're like what's the project that you're most proud of that is right now already there or almost there?
1: You mean from the community or so, um, yeah, that's actually a good question. So we have the Ecosystem Fund and the Ecosystem Fund uh, is supporting projects with with grants basically just giving out grants for free. So we recently gave out a new grant for, for machine economy showcases, so we we want to What's important for us is to connect the physical with the digital world, right? And having these showcases where, where you can actually go into a room and play around with the robot is really fantastic because then you can really have these tangible results. So you can see what is happening in real time. So that project is very exciting. We also have another project which is called Bytes, which is focused on actually selling bandwidth on demand. So you can connect to a hotspot, connect to a gateway and then sell and buy connectivity, basically, which is really crucial for this uh, uh, vision of, of the machine economy, right? But there's many exciting projects in the community and, and what's really important, for, uh, what's really interesting in IOTA is that people are contributing to the core client development, to the wallet development, so it's really an active development community that is helping us shape the products that we are building in a uh, better way. If you,
0: uh, if you look at the IoT space, what, what, what do you consider as your competitors?
1: Uh, I think the biggest competitors are probably uh, more decentralized financial institutions. right? The, the, the visas and the MasterCards of this world, because they, they, have the, the, they have the reputation, they also have the, the adoption already today, so for them it's, it's easy to go and say, hey, we have a new IoT solution, which is why it's important for us to really emphasize that we are free, open source, and we don't have any profit demands in that regard. We really focus on building this ecosystem and building a standard. But so other many, than that, many
0: people will think, okay, you're free, there's no business model, so how, how can this be sustainable then?
1: Yeah, so, so like, like, like I mentioned before, we are a non profit foundation in, in, in Germany. The only one so far that really focuses on cryptocurrencies, right? And the way that it's sustainable is obviously by, so we, we also have holdings in, in IOTA tokens, with which we are now financing our team of 90 people. But at the same time, what we are doing now is we're really setting up new revenue sources so that we can actually bring in money into the foundation, achieve the sustainability. I and have one question. Oh, yeah. sorry, I okay. didn't mean to interrupt. You okay. can finish, you know... Yeah, no, like exactly. Like this the for us this sustainability is really core to has to, been core for twenty eighteen. So for example you seen consensus laying off eleven percent of their workforce 13. and I think twenty? Thirty and thirty. <laughs> thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Yeah. Thirty would be a lot. <laughs> but I think I think a lot more is coming now as well because everyone just splurged money, right? And, and it was very important for us in 2018 to already think about, hey, what are the potential revenue sources for us in 2019, so we can actually capitalize on that. And we're now starting to do that. So what are,
0: you, what are those, then?
1: I can't really mention them explicitly right now, but one example is, for example, learnings. So you have an online course, and then you give a certificate out to people who finish the course. You can do this for developers, you can do this for business model innovation, specifically for IOTA. So that is like one specific example. The Linux Foundation does that as well. And consultants is another one, right? Because we are the experts, not just in IOTA, but in, all, in the entire DLT fa- uh, space, so we can also sell our time in that regard by, by doing this business model innovation together with the corporates.
2: So, I was wondering, it seems that IOTA's team is quite decentralized, if I can use that term. You guys have been working from different locations, different teams, a lot of the development is based online. How does that work and what are some of the challenges that you have to work through when you're deploying that sort of strategy?
1: That's a very good question. So, so uh, we have 90 people in 15 countries, right? So the biggest difficulty initially, hey, how do you do payroll? How do you, how do you pay your people internationally? So it took us a long time to get that set up, but, but now we have a, a, a proper setup where all of these people are hired full time, not just as freelancers. Uh, So that was the first pain point. The second pain point is always like, how do you hold people accountable to their work? Uh, Because nobody's checking in. uh, We we don't have any time tracker in that regard. Uh, But it's very difficult to check the productivity of each individual if you're scaling up so rapidly, right? What's important there is really to define KPIs for each individual in the foundation. So with these KPIs, they're being held can you explain what KPIs
2: are for those so unfamiliar? So key performance <laughs> indicators,
1: basically, where you define uh, what what you want to achieve in this year, and then with this framework, you can then be uh, held accountable for what you I think you're if doing. people
0: don't know what a KPI is, just Google it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's actually a good question. Yeah. Just coo- uh, um,
0: but uh, so you're mentioning payroll, and uh, uh, which is interesting. I think yes, that's obviously a challenge, but has been solved so many times. But I actually think there is a bigger challenge because you are in this new space right exactly. because you can't open a bank account everywhere where exactly, you
1: want right? exactly so so Here's the weird part, right? So we registered for Nation. It took us more than a year to get it registered, approved by the government. And then it took us more than three months to get a bank account. Even though we say we, we were regulated, every time you mention cryptocurrency, the banks are like, no, we don't want anything to do with you. So it took a lot of time to convince them. And these are like very absurd and, and mundane, uh, seemingly mundane problems, right? But then if as soon as you are in this blockchain environment, it becomes really difficult. How do you go
2: about a Basically about establishing a connection with a bank like that, do you hire consultants that can explain to
1: the bank why they would why that makes sense? Do you just go and negotiate right so we, we did this all personally right through our personal connections as well because we we, we had some connections to banks and then we just did uh, talks right we, we just did a presentation there, but every time it goes back to the compliance department and there's new questions, new problems, So it's always a back and forth, it was initially. But the good thing is because our reputation is so good now, the, actual ba- the banks actually come to us and want to work with us, right? So, so it's kind of absurd initially, it was so much hard work to get set up and now they come to us and want to work with us.
0: In which country do you need another bank? Uh, not
1: at all right now. Okay, we, we're settled. <coughs> hey,
0: what is what is the biggest challenge for for you personally in 2019, and for IOTA as a foundation and company?
1: So I think for 2019, it's definitely setting up uh, the these new revenue streams so that we achieve the sustainability. So this is really a key focus for us. And and I think uh, the biggest challenge is always also the market on how the market is developing because that also impacts us. Financially, uh, but also in terms of uh, uh, how is this whole adoption going happening, uh, happening? because it kind of hinders it if the market is crashed and you, uh, corporates only read the headlines, Bitcoin 80% since all time high or something like that, right? So these are adoption challenges and I think in 2019 it's very important for us to really ma- achieve this, this, this cross the chasm basically by making the protocol more production ready meaning that companies can actually be productive on top of it and build products so that's really our big goal for 2019 apart from obviously research uh goals of of removing the coordinator and for me personally it's always like how do you manage 90 people because it was also a growth phase for me because this like can be seen as the first and most successful startup that i've done also together with the others right and so there's also this learning curve and how do you structure the team how do you manage the team how do you set up the executive layer how do you do the reporting lines and stuff like that right but there's all traditional stuff it has nothing to do with blockchain
0: no but but it's still very important
1: yeah exactly and it's super interesting as well it's like different and challenges well, and
0: there's some it's all traditional stuff but it, you know nowadays with decentralized teams or distributed teams or whatever you want to call them it, yeah. it, it, it does add a new layer of complexity uh, yeah. Uh, albeit kind of like people working from home, not seeing their colleagues, uh, or or only calling their colleagues. Yeah, so it creates so, a different so, like, team dynamic. Yeah. Right.
1: And, and are, th- you, are
0: you are bringing the whole team together once a year or something? Yeah. Like that? So
1: we call it Sumsum okay. Summer Summit. Uh, Sumsum. It's a good name. Uh, so we bring the whole team there. We had one this year in Oslo. And next year we're doing another one, where we bring everyone together. Two team building, two workshops, and two. Have fun together, right?
0: Cool mix. Do you have uh, Do you have anything to add?
2: I am very happy that you guys showed up. I know I've been a vocal uh, well, I've been a vocal critic, but you can also say that as me, that also represents the views of the next web and yep. i'm i'm very happy that you decided to despite that to come and have a conversation with us and for me that sort of represents the whole idea of hard work decentralized which is to bring companies that might not companies and people that might not otherwise work together at least discuss ideas, discuss the topics that they disagree over and look for some common ground. And yeah. I think
1: we just did that. Exactly, I mean, the important part is like just building stuff together. Like we can secretly hate each other, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's, it's just about building stuff and pushing forward and pushing the boundaries in that regard. And, and also weeding out all of the projects who are really not contributing and actually are detrimental to the to the ecosystem.
2: So maybe I'll see you at the next Toyota meetup
1: in Amsterdam. Yeah, absolutely, I'll show <laughs> up. Uh,
2: yeah, so for me as well, uh, the a
0: great honor that you're here uh, thank you for coming over to London yeah great uh, great space here that's at citizenlam mix uh, thank you for for being in in this panel as well uh, and uh, and and yeah there is uh, we have a fine relationship with uh, with iota and personally also we have a good relationship but we always uh, try to keep each other honest <laughs> and uh, and that's how it should be I think uh, yeah. so again thank you so much thank yeah, you for thank you. Uh, watching us and uh, over to, uh, to the next one. Thank you.